Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Don't miss Scott's Days at your local Ace, our biggest lawn and garden sale of the spring. Right now, buy any bag of Scott's fertilizer and get a free $5 reward. Come back and use it anywhere in the store to make your home or yard look great. Hurry in for great deals throughout the store during Scott's Days. Now through Monday, only at Ace. Limit one bonus reward per Ace Rewards account at participating stores through April 16th. $5 reward delivered by mail. Hi, welcome to Conversations That Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. Do you ever let your life circumstances define who you are as an adult? Are you using your life events as a baseline for the direction of your life? I know these are tough questions. They beg to be asked if we want to move on and live our lives as we dream. The answer to these questions is in the choices you make every day. In over 20 years of healing from my childhood trauma, a big lesson I needed to learn was that my trauma never defined who I was or who I was born to be. Wrapped up in that reasoning was letting go of the idea that the trauma was my fault. Even as a mature adult, it is painful to make peace with the truth that any childhood trauma is not the child's fault. For me, it was easier for my mind to process the truth that it wasn't my fault, but asking me for my heart to believe that it wasn't my fault was a very hard step to take. It's one that I, even today, need to be continually conscious of. Finding peace in my heart meant acknowledging that I was a victim, that I was betrayed and abandoned. If I did not consciously choose to look at my history and embrace all of it, including the heartbreak and denial, I am confident I would not be strong enough for conversations that heal. To accept the role of a victim means admitting that the trauma is part of my history. That one step has taken me years to process. I came up with every defense in the book to avoid my story. It was less painful to take ownership of the trauma, convincing myself that it was my sole reason for being on this earth, that I somehow was deserving of it. And as sad as this sounds, the fear of my pain was even stronger. On the other hand, Feelings are tools for gathering information about how the event impacted your life. To discount them would be to minimize your story. And until you are ready to embrace all of your feelings and the events of your life, you will be living from the past, living from a place of the abuse, of the trauma. No matter how hard I tried to convince myself that my destiny was to be the victim in the chaotic abuse cycle. Somehow there was this deep desire in my soul to want more, to want to be free of that lie. My experiences have proven to me that living for today as a healthy adult is far more satisfying than any moment I spent either avoiding the past or my feelings from the events. 
To support Conversations That Heal sponsor, please check out my book, How to Love Yourself, Hope After Child Abuse. It will help you to understand your feelings and move into your life as defined by you. Visit Amazon to pick up your Kindle or paperback copy, or you can use the link on the description portion of this show, and it will take you right to the book. Getting back into defining our lives. I found several tools on my journey that have really been beneficial in helping me live in the present. Practicing self-awareness, meditation, and choice are a good place to move out of the trauma cycle and into a life designed by you, a life that you dream of. I talk a lot about self-awareness on this podcast. Why? Because I have found that it is a trained way of thinking that helps me problem solve. Inevitably, every time I am acting from a place of the abuse or I can pinpoint the one occasion where I either learned that habit as a child or created it in order to survive the event. I acknowledge it and I give compassion to my younger self for creating a way to survive. It's very important to acknowledge the younger part of ourselves. They need that so that they can rest and move on, becoming at peace with their history. I see how I no longer need that habit to live this adult life. I am able to keep boundaries for myself. I say no to the internal voice clinging on to the old habits. Meditation is another tool to use to help you live your life on your terms. With meditation, you are training yourself to have control over your thoughts. All of us have the ability to enhance our life by the way we think. I remember years ago how my therapist would tell me that I can choose what I think. I thought that was the craziest idea I had ever heard. But as it turns out, she was right. It's about choice and ownership ownership of our thoughts. Meditation allows you to practice taking that ownership, that responsibility. When I began meditation, I found every obstacle to avoid it. When I started, I would, in my words, panic. I would breathe faster and shallow. I discovered that that very action was what meditation was for, to notice my body's experience and to continue to breathe through it. What I found was I was able to pass through the panic simply by noticing it. This is where the old story comes in. I became aware of my body's response, which was breathing faster. My thoughts told me to stop. Through practice and compassion for myself and the panic, I wrote a new story, making a healthy practice. Now when the panic comes back, I know how to care for it. The third tool is choice. The fact is, as a child, we all have minimal choices. Sometimes we can choose what we want to drink, 
but not always, or where, or who our friends were. Choices where we live, how we live, who we live with, are not the child's to make. As the adult, life is nothing but choices. With the exception of living in dangerous environments like domestic violence, we have to choose to live. What we drink, what we eat, where we live, where we work, how we're going to take care of ourselves, how we're going to raise our children. These are all choices that we hopefully make conscious decisions about. The question to ask yourself to be aware of is who is making your choice? Are you giving that gift away by allowing something or someone else to make it for you? Are you subconsciously allowing the child in you to make choices based on his or her habits or survival? Only you can answer these. It is important to acknowledge restrictions in your life that dictate the choices you are making. When I was first learning self-awareness, meditating, and making choices, I found that it was really hard to remember that that's what I chose to do. The fear of not doing it would set in so quickly that I couldn't even grab it. I couldn't even say to myself, oh, I should have been aware or I should, or I could have made another choice. Acknowledge that when you do remember it and not beat yourself up when you don't. Because I assure you, every time you do remember it, whether it's in the moment, whether it's a few minutes after the fact, eventually you will start picking up on it. And then eventually you'll start noticing that you are being aware of your thoughts, feelings, and actions, that you are making new choices in your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. While you are doing this, you might find yourself judging yourself, being critical of yourself, trying to let someone control your life. No one has the right to judge you. No one has the right to be critical of your of you. I have found that people who judge me or people who criticize me are judging and criticizing me for the very thing that they don't like about themselves. With all of this being said, you cannot grow unless you are willing to try out new ways to think, feel, and act. Sure, fear can and most likely will take over. Though frustrating, it is often comfortable living the way we know, as with anything we do. It's important to be mindful of that, to recognize that frustration will set in quickly as you're trying to come up with things new ways to make new choices to make, new meditations to do, new awarenesses in your life. But it's important to acknowledge it, to say, oh, there's that frustration. You're not going to get through this time. How sad to never know the potential you hold 
If you're not willing to face your life circumstances and design your life, not one created by survival, please contact me at susan at conversationsatheal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support us in reaching listeners in search of living a life of peace and joy. Remember, you are a lovable and a capable human being. Napa know how. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How.